are here on Good Talk. That's the official name of <laughs> we this podcast. Named it, baby. Finally. All right. Thank you Good for joining stuff. us for the previous five episodes or so where we were confusing the mess out of you with what this name of this podcast was, but we've officially finally landed on Good Talk. I think Potty Talk gave it a real run for its money, though. You know, as much as I hate that name. And why do you hate it? It's, it works it's, on so many not, levels. It's not that I'll hate. I mean, I don't know. It's just, I'm like, I feel like we need to be professionals. Potty, That's all I'm saying. Potty talk works on two levels. I understand. I get <laughs> number it. Number one and number two. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So it's like, I understand and I get it because it's fun and it's silly and we should be fun and we should be silly. But at the you same time, no. like, <laughs> we got to no. have at least somewhat of a serious, like, because like, I feel uh. like if someone's like, man, I really need help with my life. And someone's like, you should listen to Potty Talk. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I got a lot of revelation from this podcast called Potty, Potty Talk. Potty Talk. And like, uh. That's so great, though. <laughs> it is literally the hey, foolish thing to confound know, the wise. I mean, maybe. I, I, <laughs> you said maybe. Maybe. There's still hope. You know what? Uh. If you if you want, if you guys can gather enough so uh, audience support for it, we we'll will, change it. We'll change it. You know what? We're not locked. We're in. not committed to anything. Who cares? It's just a name. I don't uh, care. You can call us so Robert great. and the Poo Poo Heads for all. I care. Okay. <laughs> Rachel may not agree with That's that. That's true. One. Neither one of Ro- us. Are well, Rachel heads. and the Poo Poo Heads. That actually yeah, is that better. might be a That's little a bit lot better. better. <laughs> so, all right. Anyway, Welcome today. Welcome. To we got to get rid of these day. long intros because it makes the podcast really long. That's but fine. It it's a long fine, journey guess, together. Yeah. This is a good time. There's there's no rush here. You know, <laughs> there is no rush. <laughs> oh, there really is. Oh my gosh, there's no okay. rush. All right. So I thought you had a question for me. I did, but I really don't know if it's gonna. It's such a weird question because it's so irrelevant, and it's like, why <laughs> is that even a question? But my question is, why is Tori Kelly not more popular? Okay, I, I definitely can't answer that question. Like, I don't I have no idea. I can't. I can't. Just, Do you even know who she is? I, I mean, I feel like if I saw her face, I would. See, exactly. So, I know the name, Tori yeah. Kelly. But let me ask you this. What makes a person popular anyway? Mm. Like, like, why? Like, who determines that this person is popular now? I'm pretty sure it's all random. And I, it's, it it's just like be. luck. Like, okay, I understand and you know because Justin Bieber obviously is a big name now but he was just like a little kid on YouTube mm. like 12 15 years ago or whatever and I'm, I'm, I'm guesstimating right now but you know he was just doing videos on YouTube and then Usher just happened to find yeah. him so obviously there was some work involved there but then he was just drove to the top because Usher said he should be so or? I guess that's one answer right there association it's who you know yeah it's who you know who you know because <laughs> and I know we're going to get hate mail, hate fan mail on this one. Hate mail. Uh, we're, they're going to be so mad, they're going to resort to mailing us a letter. <laughs> right, that's how angry they are. You must see it in print. I'm so mad, it's going to take two weeks for you to hit. <laughs> I do hate that. I do hate that standard for being popular, though, because we've seen sometimes people who aren't even talented are extremely popular yeah. simply because of who they know. Or you see people that are extremely talented. Not and popular not at all. Popular that at is all. So, like Tori Kelly. Tori Kelly. I mean, she's got to be someone popular i do know the she name. is extremely popular but she it, again she's a, a singer oh i think yeah. she was like a news anchor oh <laughs> what? i don't know why, why I don't, a news anchor? isn't there a, a news anchor with a kelly on there? I mean, i'm sure there is a news anchor which, with a kelly, which but. the way i found Ter- tori kelly was twofold i found her through her guitar player which i don't even know if they're doing anything anymore because of they were doing tours and stuff together before covid but now i haven't seen them do mm. anything together recently on instagram or anything like that and then also she She's the elephant in Sing. Oh, I still haven't seen Sing, but okay. Whoa. Yeah. Which that's a whole, bro. Yeah. Like, 
course, everybody's out there probably like, why is Robert watching Sing? <laughs> Children, I'm sure. No, actually, no? the Mackins, Tammy and oh. Dr. Mackins, we went over and they had it on. And I was like, this movie is great. So you just like sat down and yeah. just started watching it. <laughs> yeah, and then my boys love it. And we watch it all the oh, time. Okay. Like we went on vacation and it was the only thing that was in the DVD player, like all the way down there for six hours was just Sing. That's a long time for the I, same we, movie, we do that sometimes, though. We, they'll put in like one DVD. It's weird. Either they change it out and we watch like 15 DVDs in an hour. Oh, man. <laughs> or they just lock into one and we watch that DVD for 15 hours. Dang. Yeah, Roman's like super into Monsters, Inc. right now. Uh, he's finally getting into like Finding Nemo. Mm. But it's all monster-based. So he likes Monsters, Inc., Monsters at Work. He likes Monsters University. And he likes Monsters vs. Aliens. What do you think it is about that? Is it the colors? Is it the characters? Is it? I think it's a little bit of both. I think at first it was the colors and the characters. And then I think, I don't know, I guess because they're they're funny and they're silly. Like, he actually laughs, so I know. I think he understands somewhat of okay. what's happening. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't know. I, it's a fluffy monster runs into the wall and falls over. Yeah, that's hilarious. I, I guess, you know, it's something that, that's visually and funny to him, I guess. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. So we don't know why Tori Kelly's not more popular. We don't. So let me ask you this. Is there someone that you follow as an artist, whether it be a musician or an actor or whatever scope of art or not even necessarily art, but a person that you believe should be should more popular? Should be more popular, yeah. Turn us on to them. Show us yeah. down in the comments. Let us yeah. know who they are. Who do we need to check out? Who is relevant to your life that is not to ours? We could be their big break. Yeah, maybe. All 15 people. We will have them come to the podcast. On Good Talk. <laughs> that we could be their break. Breakthrough podcast that launches them into Man. the wonders of popularity where they begin to be known among us. Yeah. Yeah. Tori Kelly, we're reaching out. <laughs> yeah, you are welcome <laughs> to come on our oh very professional, gosh. highly esteemed quality production here at the Good Talk Podcast. Yeah. This is a formal invitation. We're gonna tag her. <laughs> In Instagram. Oh, my gosh. I'm doing All right. It. So that was a fun little intro. Yeah. Deal. I have a question, a question for us today. Uh, it's kind of a two-folder here. It was two questions, um, but I feel like they're, they're closely intertwined. So I think we Love can it. ask the first question. I think the first one won't last too long. But, hey, if it does, we can talk about it for an hour. I don't care. Anyway, so the first question is, why do we pray before we eat? We are taught to do it, but nobody explained why. We do it. All right. Very good. You want to jump in on it? You want me to jump in? Go for it, man. Well, to me, one reason we pray before we eat is the same reason like Rachel and I pray before we go on family vacation as we're pulling out of the driveway. Mm. It's the same reason I pray before I minister. It's the same reason I pray. Like we do it every single time because prayer is actually a way for us to release our faith, mm. right? And if we don't have faith that is not released is not effective. Mm. And so there has to be a releasing of your faith. It's kind of like if you go to do the dishes and you're like, how come every time I do the dishes, I turn on the water faucet? <laughs> you know, it's because without the water, yeah, okay. without it running and, and, and doing it, you're not going to be able to wash the dishes. Right. And so you have faith, like your pipes and stuff, mm -hmm. the plumbing, it has the water in All it. All the stuff is there. But in order for the water to help you wash the dishes, you've got to release it. Yeah. And you do that by turning it on. You've got, we know Romans 5, 5, it says that God has dealt to every man the measure of right. faith. So we have faith in us, mm -hmm. but faith in us isn't enough. It has to be released, yeah. you know? And so we do that. We have a lot of biblical examples from the Word of God, all the way from Genesis to Revelation, even in the very beginning, Genesis 1, where God created the heavens and the earth, it says, and God said. Yeah, so yeah, he, yeah. he believed, he wanted 
he saw dark void and he wanted light, so he said, "Light be." Right. Yeah. And so he released what he believed and what he desired, by speaking. And so when we pray for our food, we want our food, especially around here. You know, we sure. talked about Waffle House; they got like a food rating of seventy-four. But I mean, that's when it's good. <laughs> that's you still want to release your faith, though. You know, and so you know. Um, we believe that, you know, everything we eat is, <laughs> which just is bad, right? We can't eat like terrible things and just be like, I'm going to believe God that it's healthy. I wish it worked that way. I really <laughs> do. I, it'd be so nice to just, I don't know, gorge on McDonald's all mm. day, every day. Yeah. But, you know, it just, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Eventually your arteries will be clogged full right. of grease and then you're just going to probably have a heart attack. <laughs> right. And so the point is, is it's, it's a way to release our faith. You yep. know, when Rachel and I are going on vacation, every time when we're pulling out of the driveway, we pray with the boys. We thank you for divine protection. Mm-hmm. The angel of the Lord's watch over us. Every vehicle we get in is protected. Every house, the ocean, yep. everything is protected. We have supernatural protection. And so we do the same thing with our food. We thank you that this will not upset our stomach. Yeah. We we believe, Lord, that as we eat this, it is nutritious and healthy sure. to our body. It, 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 and, you know, and so it's a way of releasing right. our faith. And I heard someone say, the other day putting them on blast but they're like you pray for your food once and you're done which essentially i guess you could do right but i like to re-release my faith right. if that makes sense yeah, yeah. every time i'm eating i'm like okay i'm gonna get my faith active here yeah, yeah. for this particular meal right. and i'm gonna make sure that i am truly believing god right. i'm not just going through the motions of mm-hmm. eating because i don't want to get like a stomach bug or you know right. have a bad reaction to this and uh you know be on the potty. Right. The only place that you don't have to pray for your food is Chick-fil-A because they've already done it for you. <laughs> it's divine already. It's already pre-blessed, you know? We know that the angels have delivered those chicken sandwiches oh to gosh. Chick-fil-A, and so you're good there. Your answer was so much more deep than mine was going to be. I, oh, what's I, yours then? Jesus did it. <laughs> so, so it's just like Jesus prayed and thanked God and blessed the food, so we should too. You know, I, I think that like, I, I guess it's similar to like what you're saying uh, in the sense, or maybe, I don't know. I, I do it every time because I'm just thankful for it. You mm. know, like there's a lot of people That's out true. there that might not have food like I have mm. or people that might not have as much food or whatever or maybe have access to healthy food, you mm. know, food that isn't meat contaminated or whatever. So I'm just thankful that I have access to that food, that, that I is have a great had point. provision. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I cannot think of a specific verse, and so don't stone me if I'm wrong here, but I don't know of a specific verse that actually says that you are supposed to pray before you eat. If yeah. it's out there, maybe we can find it. But again, Jesus did it. Yeah. He blessed the food. He thanked for the food. So it just seems like it'd be a good practice for us to do too. Well, uh, I don't know where it's at, but we'll just look it up. You um, got it. I, but I think that's a great I've never really thought of it that way, mm-hmm. but that's true. I, we want a heart of thankfulness. Yeah. We want to be grateful. And that's one thing, again, Rachel and I, we, we give God credit and glory for everything yeah, in our absolutely. life, you know? And so just the fact that I have a meal before me, mm-hmm. um, I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. And prayer is one way to release your thankfulness before God and to be grateful before God. And so just praying over your meal, just one way of saying, you know what, I'm grateful yeah. for this. I'm thankful to have this. It's a good way to, to, again, like Robert said, practicing your faith, because I think that there are, and we're about to really kind of get into that, but it's like, you know, some people don't know how to pray or they understand prayer. This is a good way to start. This is a, Prayer is just a simple interaction or talking with God, and so this is just a simple way for you to 
talk to God before you eat, just saying, yo, God, thank you so much for this food. Yeah. I'm so glad that I have this before me today. Um, you know, there's other people that don't have it, and I'm grateful that I do, you know, and I think that's just a good way to uh, practice your faith. Yeah, the scripture I was thinking of is in Exodus 23, 25. It says, worship the Lord your God, and his blessing will be on your food and water. I will take sickness away among, away from among you. And so we pray that. I yeah. literally pray that. I'm Absolutely. like, I'm like, bless my bread and my water, take sickness away from yeah. us. And so that's literally what we pray. So there is scripture, and then we do know, like you said, Jesus did it. Yeah. He, he says he lifted up, even when he fed the 5,000, he lifted it up and he blessed it, you mm-hmm. know? And so, um, we, a lot of things we do in our life, yeah. we get the precedence from Jesus, sure. you know, how we treat others, how we do this, how we do that. Jesus is our example. Right. And so if he did it, boom, yeah. you're set by and then following even from that like example. a natural side of thing to kind of like help further prove why we should pray for protection or contamination or whatever is like, if I cook some chicken and maybe I just slightly undercook mm. it, be good to pray for, you know, no sickness to come before me. Cause maybe I wasn't paying attention on this one piece of chicken tender or whatever. And yeah. I might bite the wrong piece. You know, it's just a good practice. You know, it's, it is, it's, it's smart to do. <laughs> Which is, this is going to make me look really bad, oh, but no. it's, it's kind of funny that you say that because whenever we took like cook chicken uh-huh. on the grill or like, I cook a cheeseburger, like I come with chicken. I'm like, I really got to pray for this. It's chicken, you know. <laughs> but with like a cheeseburger, I'm like, eh. <laughs> I, I don't so, know. I don't understand. I've, I've ne- I mean, obviously, I don't know how meat works in that way. But why can you do that with 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 beef and not chicken? I I know salmonella is a thing, obviously. But right. I guess it doesn't affect beef in the same way or whatever. I don't. Yeah, know. they. So we're no scientist in here, but I've heard that really the only beef you can get really sick from is ground beef. So, mm. like, you shouldn't eat, like, a tartar. Tartar is, like, raw beef, like, which is <laughs> yeah. really gross. I don't know. I if don't you're know. a raw beef person, uh, God bless. I just don't get Definitely it. Definitely pray for that. Bro, <laughs> I would be scared to eat yeah. raw beef. But it's a big deal. Like, people mm. really like it. Um, but I, I don't know the science behind it, but, like, raw chicken, as we all know, is super bad for you. Like, you yeah. could die. Yeah. So. Whenever I cook chicken, I'm like, I'm really believing God yeah. and praying over this, releasing my faith. And with a cheeseburger, I'm just like, bless it in Jesus' name. Looks good to me. Right? Yeah, I'm like really meticulous. I take my thermometer and I stab every piece of chicken, even though they're like, just stab the fattest ones. Like, yeah. no, I'm stabbing them all. Stabbing man. them all. <laughs> I got to get 165 on every single one of these bad boys. Yeah, I don't do that. We're, oh, in, we're of opposite <laughs> camps there. I do what, I just do the fattest. And I'm like, if this girl's cooked, they're all cooked, you oh. know? Yeah, so. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's extra cost. Anyways, all right. So the next part. So, <laughs> so that's why we pray. Um, the next question, which I feel, again, uh, relates very similar. It just said, if God is all-knowing, why do we pray to him? Yeah. Um, I think, at least for me, I just I want God to be involved in my life. Yeah. And I think God wants to be involved in yeah. our life. You know, one of the... It says that like he created us for fellowship. He created mm. us to to live life with him. The original purpose for Adam and Eve in the garden was to have communion with God. Yeah. And even though, yes, he is all-knowing and he knows the beginning from the end, he wants to be along with us for the journey, and he wants to be a part of that journey. Yeah, and the simplest definition of prayer is it's a conversation between you and God. Yeah. And since we were created for fellowship, if you don't have prayer— it's not the only form of communication, mm-hmm. but it's a very deep and intimate form of communication. So if you don't pray, you really don't have a vital part of your relationship. Yeah. And um, the question was, since God's all-knowing, yes, God is all-knowing, but we are not. Yeah, that's true. And so he knows things mm-hmm. that we need to know. Right. And communication is the way that you learn that. You yeah. know, just take a natural example, you and Kyleen, me and Rachel, 
Um, you know, if I'm going to know things about her and I'm going to know things about our life, mm-hmm. we've got to communicate and yeah. a communication happens through a conversation. And so, and if there's no communication as a married couple, you know, this, you know, things can get a little weird because right. it keeps you on the same page. Mm-hmm. The more you talk and the more you conversate, which I'm, is that a word conversate? But anyways, now I use it all the time. I heard it's not actually a word. We'll look it up, but it's ours. <laughs> but the more you conversate, the more conversations you have, the more it brings your life onto the same page yeah. as a married couple. And it's the same with God. The more you have conversations with him, the more it brings our life onto his page. Cause we're not supposed to bring God life onto our page we're supposed to bring our life onto his page and so the more we communicate the more he can reveal Mm -hmm. all of his knowings to us right you know it's like that scripture jeremiah 29 11 which we both love i know kylene loves it rachel loves it i know the plans that i have for you the key is there i know Mm -hmm. i know the plans i have for you yeah well he doesn't want to be the only one that knows yeah yeah the plans he has for us he wants us to know Mm -hmm. the plans and the only way that happens is we go to the one who made the plans and we seek his face and we pray and we spend time with him and he can download revelation to us like mm-hmm. what am i supposed to do in this world because that's not really written in the bible as far as there are some things like be kind to others sure. be a minister of the gospel not a fivefold ministry gift but you know what i mean right. minister of reconciliation telling people about jesus but there's not stuff in there like am i supposed to be a doctor right there's not a specific robert conover you are supposed to do this at this time and this day on this year exactly you know, there's nothing that says that exactly am i supposed to work at walmart you know all those details are not plainly written down for us, but they're written down in the heart of God. Yeah. And so if we can get and what's what prayer does is it gets us close to him. Like yeah. you talked about fellowship. We're supposed to be intimate with him. It gets us close to God's heart so we can read what he's written right. down for us. So then we can begin to live it out like you did with your spouse. I do with mine. We prayed about it first. Yeah. We conversated with God. Is this right for our lives? Is this what we're supposed to do? We allowed him to bring that the all knowing revelation that he is. Mm-hmm. We allowed to bring it in our life. So I'm just going to bring it full circle and say it one more time. He's all knowing. Yes, yeah. but we're not. Prayer allows us to receive from the one that knows everything so we can get revelation in our life. Yeah, and I, as you were talking about that, I, I was thinking about the verse of like, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts and ways are higher than your ways. And something that kind of sticks out to me is that when you learn to pray with God, you're getting to know God. And so yep. these thoughts that are higher than our thoughts is when you start communicating, you start having fellowship with him, you start to understand what those thoughts are. You yeah. at least start to grab a hold of them at least a little bit better, a more revelation, more understanding. It's like when Robert and I first met each other, we didn't know each other. Yeah. So we had communication, but there wasn't a deeper understanding of what this word means when he says this word or whatever. So like when I joke around with Robert, people <laughs> outside of this room might be like, wow, Cody's kind of a jerk. But Robert <laughs> would know, like I'm just playing with right. him. Like this is how we talk to one another because we've built a relationship. We've yeah. conversated. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's similar with God is that even you know, we don't understand why we should do it because he's all-knowing or whatever. Like, when we talk to God, we start to understand those Mm. plans. We start to understand why the scriptures say what the scriptures do because now we've had communion with God, we're having communion with the Bible, and so everything starts to make sense. They all connect with one another, and we're able to discern, you know, when we're going through something, we pray to God and we seek his face. We're like, okay, I understand what I'm supposed to do now. Cause I'm starting to understand that voice that, that God is speaking with. Right. And I think one thing that will really help whoever submitted this question, if you're watching, yeah, you we know. have no idea. Again, these t- uh, questions, uh, we have no idea who yeah. sends these they are anonymous. So if you're out there and you're listening, thanks. <laughs> yeah. But one thing I would say to this person is just keep this in mind. Prayer's not really for God. Mm, that's true. It's for us. Yeah. 
And so even the question posed, if he's all knowing, why do we pray? You're making prayer about him when it's supposed to be. It is about him in the sense that we're looking to him and we're going to him, but it's really about us because prayer, we've talked about it. Yes, it brings revelation in our life, but it does so much more than that. It brings an inner strength to us when we pray, Mm -hmm. like prayers of consecration and commitment and dedication. When we pray every day, it brings like an inner strength to do the plans Mm -hmm. that he's revealed to you about your life through prayer. So not only do we get the plans from him for our life, but then prayer also gives us the inner strength to do those plans. And so there's just so many benefits to prayer that, um, and it's such a fruitful thing that it really is a key, Mm -hmm. I think, to being a strong believer and being a true disciple of Jesus Christ. I don't know that you can really do this life with him without prayer. You can do it, but parts and elements of it will be missing. It'll never reach that place of like true satisfaction and true, um, you know, it's like a marriage. If a yeah. marriage isn't worked on, it's never going to be heaven on earth. Right. And so, you know, we got to work on it. And, and, and communication is one of the things that allows us to do that. Yeah. And like you said, it's like a marriage. And that's essentially what marriage represents is mm. like we're supposed to be married to Christ. That's right. Married to the church. Married, you know, and like it. If, if two people are married and they don't have communication with one another, they can be in the same house but don't know each other. Yeah. And it would be really weird, and it wouldn't be a successful marriage because they couldn't complement one another. They couldn't strengthen one another. They couldn't do the things that God called them to do because they're not on the same page. Yeah. And God wants you to be on his page. Yeah. And so being in communication with him, learning his voice, learning how to pray, learning how to talk to him can help you be ready for the battles that come in life or be ready for the good things that come in yeah. life. You know, I, I was thinking about... Uh, I think you shared it in your moments uh, video the other day and you were talking about like Peter on the water. And I don't know. I just think that like he did the great thing right there, like calling out to God in that moment of like, you know, the frustration of the storm and the winds and Mm. everything like that. And like he knew that, okay, I'm a little in over my head here. I got distracted. I'm going to talk to God. He knows how to help me in this, you know? And so it's like, he knew he could trust God in that moment. He knew he could trust Jesus in that moment. I'm going to reach out to him. He's going to help me out. And, you know, even though Jesus knew, I'm not going to let this man die. I'm not going to, but yeah. he still talked to him. He still yeah. helped him because that's just who God is. And somebody may be saying, well, it was easy for Peter to call Jesus because Jesus was standing yeah. right there, <laughs> but, but he's with you. Yeah. You know, scripture tells us in Hebrews, he never leaves us, never forsakes yeah. us. I mean, we have all sorts of scriptures. He is always with you. I mean, he's the alpha and the omega, mm-hmm. the beginning and the end. He yeah. feels everything was created for him and by him. Yeah. I mean, he's everywhere. You can't escape God. And so, you know, what a disservice it would be knowing that he's always with us but we never talk to him yeah what a disservice it would be knowing he always has advice and insight Mm -hmm. for us but we never access it by going to him in prayer and i want to address this prayer is not complicated there may be somebody out there and you're like well i don't even know how to pray uh and i totally get that you know but it's really easy Mm -hmm. it's really easy go back to what we said what prayer in its simplest definition it's simply a conversation between you and god and cody used an example of us you know the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Yeah. You know, our relationship has grown and it's easier to talk to each other now yeah. more so than it was 14 years ago because right. we've grown, we've communicated. And uh, and I tell something, I tell people this too, prayer is something that's developed. Yeah. You know, I use this example. It's like playing a video game. Mm-hmm. Whatever video game it may be, whether you're old school and you like Mario and Tetris or whether you're new school and you like uh, Apex and Fortnite, no matter what it is, you weren't great at it when you started. Yeah, yeah. 
Gosh, I remember the first time I played Fortnite, it was just dead, 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 dead. Exactly. <laughs> and it's and oh, no gosh. one is great when they just start something. Yeah. You know, like Well, there's some people, but they're just weird uh, anomalies. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even with that, you still have to learn the controls. Yeah. You have to learn how the Absolutely. dynamics, you have to learn, you know, uh, the motor skills for I mean, all that stuff, it's kinda like riding a bike. No one's yeah. just ever jumped on a bike and then, you know, did three backflips off of a vert ramp. You know, I mean yeah. I mean okay. it, yeah. it, it did you know, no sure. one's jumped on a skateboard and then just instantly ollied. I mean, yeah. this stuff takes practice. This stuff takes time. This mm-hmm. stuff takes dedication. It takes yeah. commitment. It takes working on it when no one's looking. It takes yeah. if you're going to be good at it. And prayer is the same way. You know, it takes time. It takes commitment. It takes working on it when no one's looking. It takes yeah. an investment from us. But what's great about it is the benefits of it are better than anything else. Because mm-hmm. what God, and then kind of like with our food, when we pray, not only are we grown in this relationship, but now it's giving God access. Mm. And we need him to have access yeah. to our life. So that way, when we eat our food, we are protected. Yeah, yeah. When we go on a trip, we are protected because we've released our faith. And through releasing your faith, you are given God access. And so, Dang, you so know, <laughs> we learn that from the word of God. Yeah. He doesn't just come in and uh, the greatest blessing is also our greatest curse. It's free will. Mm. And he doesn't override free will, yeah. um, you know, and so he wants to help us. But in order to do that, we've got to give him access. And yeah. prayer is, just like reading the Bible, prayer is probably one of the greatest ways to give God access to your life. So then the things he's promised in his word, he can actually perform them in your life. Yeah, that's so good. And I think uh, probably the, I guess I would say the biggest takeaway, and I believe we've already said it, is just like he is the creator. He knows yeah. all. And like you said, if God is all-knowing, why do we pray? We pray because he is all-knowing. Yeah, and, very good. And we want to yeah. yeah, we want to be able to have access to that knowledge. When we have access to the insight and uh, the discernment, we want to know where we're supposed to be, when we're supposed to be there, how we're supposed to do things when we get there. You know, the plans that God has for your life, he's not going to just tell you the plan and then not tell you how to do the plan. He wants to tell you how to do the plan. Right. You just got to ask him how right. to do the plan. So to you, we would say the question is the answer. Yeah, your question <laughs> is your answer. <laughs> Which is awesome. That's yeah, amazing. it's so good. I mean, I think that like sometimes people get frustrated when they're like, I mean, I'm really going through a problem right now. What should I do? And we're like, pray. And they're like, well, mm. I don't really want to hear that right now. But that's what you're, that's it. That's it. You're, yeah. th- you already know the answer to that question. And it's going to get easier. <laughs> yeah. And one great thing about prayer is it it it, it allows us to rely on the right source. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I say I say I have this saying, I don't know where I guess the Holy Spirit it makes sense to me, but I I say, you know, vulnerability creates dependency. Mm. And God wants you to be vulnerable to him mm-hmm. so you'll depend on him. So when we're hurting or when we're scared, we're afraid, or we just don't know, Mm -hmm. that is a place of vulnerability. And a lot of people take that vulnerability and they put it in a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and then they depend on them. Mm -hmm. I just don't know. So let me put this vulnerability, expose this vulnerability to you. Mm -hmm. And then in turn, I'm going to rely on you to fix it or to help me or to uh, get rid of that vulnerability to where I don't feel vulnerable anymore. When God really wants to be the one that is there in our vulnerabilities. And so... Through prayer, we expose our vulnerabilities, which then creates a dependency. Mm-hmm. And we need to be dependent on God because he's the only one that can be faithful and true every single time, there for us in every situation, not only there for us in every situation, but fix every situation. Yeah. And so it's just important to make sure you're dependent on the right source. Mm-hmm. And prayer allows us to do that because it opens us up and it says, okay, God, I'm, I'm afraid of this test I have today. Or yeah. um, 
I got this new job and I'm scared to, to work on it. And you open up and you expose that vulnerability. And then what it does is he begins to minister to you. And then it creates this dependency. You know what? I'm going to rely on God to get through this and it's going to work out. Yeah. And I think too, um, like as you're working on your prayer life and trying to figure out like how that works for you and how you're able to communicate with God, practice it in all areas. Don't only do it when you need something from God because That's good. yes you can live your Christian walk that way and only go to him but if you want the full benefits and the full amazing relationship with God go to him in all things be happy with him um you worried about something? I didn't know Dude. we started the recording. I'm so sorry. I was making sure that we started it. But that's good. You keep going. <laughs> you, you keep going. You, you're flowing. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I got nervous there for a second. <laughs> but I was saying, like, you know, you need to go to him in all things. All so things. you have the full access to the relationship with God. Mm. Similar to, like, me and Robert. Like, if I only went to Robert for, I don't know, advice about movies or whatever, or maybe if we only played video games together and we did nothing else, we could have that relationship. And it'd probably be a decent relationship when it came to those things. But if I didn't go to Robert in the good times and the, to go ministry together and do fun things and all the, we didn't have the full access of this, of this relationship of what it could be, I think that you're doing a disservice to what God wants for you in your life if you only go to him for certain things. Right, and it keeps your relationship surface level. Yes, exactly. Like if all we ever did was play video games yeah. together, and we never had fellowship mm-hmm. like going to lunch or dinner or you coming over to our house sure. or your family, me going to your house. Our relationship is very surface. We don't yeah. get into the deep bonds and right. the deep connections that God intended us exactly. to have. And it's the same with him. That's wonderful right. insight. If you only go to him when you need something, it's going to be very surface right. level. And he'll be there for you in those times. Always. He always, he always will is. be, but he wants more than surface level. And what's great is if you go beyond surface level, you'll find out that you don't have to go to him as much for Ooh, pure needs. That's good. Because yeah. now you're fellowshipping with him and you're growing with him and this relationship's mm-hmm. building. And as the relationship's building, again, he just has this wonderful access to your life to where he can now just take care of you. Yeah, it's so good. And so... It may start going to him only when we need mm-hmm. something, but if we can go to him regularly yeah. and just fellowship with him, we won't need to go to him as often because we need something because now he's just taking it's care already, of it. Yeah, it's already been done. It's baked into the cake, so to yeah. speak. He's taking care of it, and what the Bible says, he will perfect everything mm-hmm. right that concerns us. Yeah. But then it also says he'll work all things for the good of them that love him. Mm. Yeah. And so I think love is demonstrated... You know, if you don't love someone, you never spend time with them. You yeah. never fellowship right. with them. And so, you know, God knows that. He knows mm-hmm. the heart. He knows our intent. So we need to get deeper in our relationship. Yeah. We need to grow in that love. Mm-hmm. We know his love towards us is unrestricted, unlimited, right. unwavering, yep. you know, uh, unquenchable. It's it's always consistent. It's always perfect. And it's always there. Yeah. But sometimes our love towards him kind of wavers a little right. bit. And so as we pray and we fellowship with him, that love grows and grows and grows. And it's mutual mutually beneficial mm-hmm. for everyone because as your heavenly father, a father loves to take care of their child. Absolutely. And so you give him that opportunity and I really do believe it brings him great joy mm-hmm. um, to be able to take care of his children and to bless his children. I mean, literally sent Jesus to die so he can take yeah. care of his people. Yeah. And so we are his people and he loves to take care of us. And he demonstrated that through his word. And so as we grow in that relationship, man, he can just start taking care of us. He yeah. can perfect everything that concerns us. He can work all things out for our good. And he's able to do it because we went deeper than the surface. Mm. 
So good. It is so good. That prayer is, is good, man. Prayer is good. And I want to encourage anybody that's watching or listening, don't think about it. Don't hesitate. Just do it, man. Yeah, just It's do a conversation. It. You talk to God like you talk to Cody, like you talk to me. And it's. I know at first it can be weird in our natural mind because we don't have this tangible, you know, they're not like <laughs> physically there. Yeah. But just talk to him. Talk, mm-hmm. Be real. with. Listen, he knows everything. I mean, yeah. You said it in the question. If God is all-knowing, he knows what you're going right. through. He knows what you're thinking. Don't try to hide that in your heart, but just expose it to mm-hmm. him. And he knows everything. So just tell him what he already knows yeah. <laughs> so he can help you um, if you're worried about school. Just talk to him. Like, let me give you an example. You know, I say Heavenly Father, but I know that's very Christianese of me. But you can just be like, you know, Father God or, or just God. You know, Daddy God. Daddy God. <laughs> <laughs> you can make it super weird. But just like, God, I'm worried about school. Mm-hmm. I need your help. I got this problem going on with friends. Uh, I've had a couple friends. I found out they're talking bad about me. And it's really creating a lot of anxiety in my life. And it's very, very upsetting, very, very frustrating. And it's causing a lot of inner turmoil in my life. And I need your help with it. You see how easy that was? Yeah. You just told him what you're feeling. Yeah. You told him what you needed and what's going on. And now there's a grace that is available that yeah. he can feed into your life to help you with that. But like Cody said, it's not always about the need. Sometimes you just come to him and you're like, Father God, just thank you. Yeah. Today the- was a great day. I can't even put my finger on it, but I just had a great day today. There were so many amazing things that happened today, and I'm so thankful for it. Thank you, God. You know, I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm breathing. Got breath in my lungs. <laughs> my brain is working. You know, yeah. uh, just simple things to yeah. be grateful for. It's not raining today, and I wanted a sunny day. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, just find stuff to be because Thanksgiving is prayer. Yeah. You know, and just like praise and worship is prayer. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's all communication, yeah. and that's what prayer is. And so that's different forms of it. Prayer mm-hmm. is praise worship, and then just prayer, talking yeah. to him. And so, yeah, it's good. Just don't hesitate anymore. Just talk to him, yep. be vulnerable with him. And even when you do it, if you feel word, oh, I'm sorry, weird, <laughs> just keep doing it. The more you do it, the less weird you'll feel about it yeah. and the more you'll grow in that relationship. Sure. Remember how awkward it was the first time you went on a date with someone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to this person. I already ran out of my questions <laughs> I was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> right? You can only talk about the weather so it's a beautiful day today, huh? <laughs> you know? And I think we've even said it before, you know, it's okay to sit in silence with God too. Yeah. You know, talk and then don't just talk but listen. You That's know, like it. you know, sit there, say what you got to say or say what you feel like you need mm. to say and then just sit there for a little while and if if you get revelation or if you get a response, great. And if not, you'll get it later. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just yeah. sit there for a minute and reflect on God and think about his goodness and then just be thankful for it. Yeah, I go in with a prayer journal. I know that notebooks and stuff aren't really popular, but go into your notes on your phone and just sit there because maybe just that example I used where you got friends going and it's a mess at school. After you pray and you just sit there, he'll he'll tell you things to do mm. and you ought to write those down so you don't forget them. Mm. And also he'll minister things to you. You ought to write that yeah. down so later you can come back and revisit and be like, oh yeah, God said it's all going to work out. He told me in this moment when I was mm. praying, it's all going to work out. And you write that down. And then a week later, when you're feeling down, you come back and you read it. You're like, oh yeah, when I prayed last week, God said it's all going to work out. And again, that allows you to grab a hold of it with your faith and, you know, to continue to stand on what you believe and fight for it so God can bring it to pass. Super good. Well, that was the prayer cast for today. (laughs) Back to the original point. Why isn't Tori Kelly more popular? I feel like I need to go figure out who Tori Kelly is after this podcast. Dude, have you not seen her guitar player? I don't know. I don't like, think so. Like, he's so good. Um, <laughs> Are you about to look him up right now? Well, I follow him. I'm, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I'm a little nervous because he hasn't done anything on Instagram in a really long time, and I hope he's okay. <laughs> Maybe uh, he's just tired of posting on Instagram. 
Well, maybe that's that... why they're not popular anymore. He's not posting anymore. It's possible. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I, now I can't even remember his name. Oh, I'll, I'll find him after. I think it's Matt Tuis. Why Matus? is Tori Kelly's guitar player not more popular? Oh gosh, <laughs> don't go look up people on Instagram. It gets weird fast. Okay. Mh. <laughs> I'm trying to find this guy, and oh, I follow man. him, but... Uh, Why don't you look up Tori Kelly and then see if she's posted anything about her guitar player in a while? Well, see, Are that's they in a the relationship? Thing. No, <laughs> they're not. Uh, all right, well, I know we're boring you guys no! with this now, but I'm going to find it. We're never Gosh, boring. What is his name? It's we're Matt your Tunis? favorite people. You like to watch us even when we're not talking about anything. <laughs> see, that's... Oh, my gosh. At well, the beginning of the next podcast, we'll figure out who Tori guitar, Tory well, guitar player. Well, here, I found her oh, okay. guitar player because Stephen Furtick follows him. Oh, okay. And I follow Stephen Furtick. And, you know, it was like, I guess it popped up on my popular page because I follow Stephen Furtick. And it's like people you may also know because Stephen Furtick follows him. And so I looked him up and I was like, dang, this is, kid slays on Tory the guitar. Is Tori Kelly a Christian and artist then, or is Terry Kelly a... I don't think she's like a... She is a Christian, mm, but, not, um, okay. but I think she does secular music as well, which we are going to have another podcast about that coming sure. up in the future but uh uh i've got to be honest it hurts my heart you don't know who she is i i need to figure that out i guess i'll have to go do some research and you're probably gonna listen to her and be like cultured. why does robert like she's not that great <laughs> but i think i like her a i think she has a great voice um b again like i said i really like the movie sing and then C, I found her guitar player and her guitar player is just i just need to look her up fantastic i'm gonna have to do this and uh I will find. All right, I got this. Matt. Here, look. Tori Kelly. <gasps> oh, you know who this girl is. User not found. Did he delete his Instagram? <sighs> Interesting. See, yeah. look, that's her guitar player. Huh. But when you click on it, click on his name. Maybe he changed his name, like his Instagram name, or he deleted his Instagram. Why? They weren't popular enough. He was mad. Just pull it out and said, nope. <laughs> this hurts my heart. <laughs> I don't know. I was wondering why I haven't seen him in a really long time. I get, maybe he just has a different Instagram or he's just off Instagram. Maybe he just wanted to be off Instagram. Went off the grid. Went off the grid. Sometimes it's good to you know just unplug for a little while. Which brings us to a, a more serious oh. conversation. Like, Interesting. He was, the podcast is not over, guys. <laughs> he was very active in, because, like I said, I followed him, and he was constantly like posting you know, stuff he was working on, content with musicians and like, you know, his creative flow and how he was branching out on his guitar and stuff. And then uh, COVID hit mm. and I noticed his post like started to get like fewer and fewer and fewer. So my prayer for him is that isolation did not, you know, mm. bring him to a ultimate low in life to where now he's just kind of and I'm, I'm, I'm just you know really speculating here. Bubbing you know? me out right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> Brought down the vibe well, hard. I will say this, and, uh, and this is, again, uh, off talk from what we've been talking about, but hey, you're here. I'm, I'm assuming you're still here. But <laughs> uh, a, a COVID really affected musicians greatly. Mm. I mean, incredibly greatly. Because for one, they their primary function is to play music. Yeah. and go to shows yeah. and play in venues, but and you, perform, you yeah. could not do that with mm. COVID. So for the past year or so, most musicians have not been able to play live wow. music. And then some that have not been, I guess, proactive enough to get like home studio equipment have really been like 
locked out because they can't even make music right now because mm. they don't have the equipment. They don't have the people to Man. go to right now. So I imagine that there's been a lot of people in That's the entertainment tough. industry that have been struggling quite a bit because yeah. their primary source of income slash their their love for music has basically yeah. just been locked down. Yeah. So. Which brings us to another point, another reason why prayer is important. Yeah. If, if you've got somebody who you love as a musician or and you haven't seen a lot of pray for them, mm-hmm. lift them up in prayer. Uh, we all need prayer. Yeah. And uh, you can make a supply available for them and, and just surround them with prayer and, and, and let God have access to their life. Yeah. That's called intercessor's prayer, which we're not going to go into that. But, uh, you know, it's basically you standing in between God and them and connecting the two mm-hmm. uh, in its simplest form. And so uh, I'm going to start praying for this kid. There you go. Maybe that, that was the lesson. That, that was the lesson. You were drawn to this man, and now you can't find this man, so now you got to pray for Pray him. for this man. <laughs> and we'll invite him onto the podcast. Bring him on down. <laughs> Let's talk about him. Why have you been posted, man? Uh, oh, gosh. We'll just put him on blast right here <laughs> in front of all up. of you. All right. Well, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Once again, as always, be sure to check out seawall.org slash podcast to submit your topics and or questions so that way we can talk about it right here on we would love Good to. Talk. Good talk. Love All you right. guys. Bye.